Welcome to Dialogue Over Division, a podcast dedicated to empowering Canadians to engage in meaningful conversations about democracy and how we can come together as a nation to make a difference. My name is Eva Chipiak. I have a bachelor's degree in science, a law degree, and a master's in law specializing in alternative dispute resolution. But I'm not your typical lawyer. I've also traveled the world and taught yoga. I also owned and operated two wellness businesses. But most importantly, I want to help empower Canadians about their legal rights and political systems so they can become more active participants in democracy. Come on, Canada. I can't do this alone. Let's work together for a brighter, more united Canada. Welcome to Dialogue Over Division. In this episode, we explore the civic responsibilities of different levels of government in Canada, and we'll discuss how the federal, provincial, and municipal governments play different roles in serving Canadians. Let's start at the top with the federal government. At the federal level, the government is responsible for protecting and promoting the interests of Canadians nationally and internationally. They oversee matters such as national security, immigration, foreign affairs, international trade, defense, and taxes are favorite. Additionally, the federal government is also responsible for providing funding for health care and social services like old age security and the Canada Pension Plan. The head of government is the Prime Minister of Canada, and Canada is divided into 338 single-member constituencies or ridings. Each riding elects a member of parliament, otherwise known as an MP, and the political party that elects the most MPs forms the federal government and their leader becomes the prime minister. This is called a first-past-the-post system, where the candidate that wins the most votes in a constituency is selected to represent that riding. That also means that the voters choose an MP to represent their constituency. They do not directly vote for the party or leader they want to see forming government. Moving on to provincial and territorial governments. The responsibility of the provincial government are varied and range from healthcare to education and natural resource management. Provincial governments have the authority to manage and administer provincial programs like healthcare, education, social welfare, and environmental legislation. One of the most important responsibilities of the provincial government is overseeing the administrative administration of justice within their province or territory. The provincial government also has jurisdiction over their natural resources, such as forestry, mining, and oil and gas. The provincial government is made up of members of legislative assemblies, MLAs for short. MLAs may also be called members of the provincial parliament or MPPs in Ontario, members of the House of Assemblies or MHAs in Newfoundland and Nova Scotia, and members of the National Assembly or NHAs in Quebec. These are elected officials that represent a geographical area of the province called a riding. The provincial party with the most MLAs or MPs forms the provincial government. The head is called the premier. 
It's the same first-past-the-post system of electing the winner of the riding, and the leader of the province is the one with the most ridings won, as described above earlier with the federal voting scheme. Moving on to the local government level, the municipal government. The municipal government's primary responsibility is to provide services directly to the local communities, such as public transportation, waste management, trails, systems, parks and recreation, and emergency services. Through planning and development guidelines, they approve development in the city. The municipal government is headed by a mayor and supported by the city councillor that is made up of city councillors. Now, if you were paying attention, you probably heard healthcare in both federal and provincial government jurisdictions. Let's take a moment and dig into healthcare because it's always a touchy one, and I find there's a lot of confusion around it. Without a doubt, Canadians view universal healthcare as a highly important and valued right, but many don't understand how it's funded and structured. First, as a reminder, all government funding is taxpayer funded. Sometimes when we hear elected officials talk about spending, we don't stop to think about where that money is coming from, and they certainly don't bring attention to it. It's your money, and you should know how it's being spent. In other words, Canada's universal health care system is funded through taxes. So how does health care work in Canada? Canada's healthcare system is funded primarily through federal and provincial public dollars. The federal government contributes about 23% of the public funds through the Canada Health Transfer. Each province and territory also has its own insurance plan and receives cash assistance from the federal government on a per capita basis, meaning depending on how many citizens there are, there's equivalent funding. The federal government can also fund targeted health care initiatives. Federal government representatives negotiate with each province and territory for the amount to be transferred to them and designate the use of those funds. So, for example, in 2017, the federal government granted funding over 10 years specific to home care and mental health, health initiatives. We've got to remember that the notion that healthcare in Canada is completely free is not correct. Approximately 70% of healthcare spending in Canada comes from public funding, which means the balance, approximately 30% of funding, comes from private sources, mainly out of pocket spending and private insurance. Where things also get tricky is that the federal government plays a large part in providing taxpayer funding for health care, but it's on the provincial governments to be responsible for the management, organization, and delivery of health care services for their residents. As a result, provinces and territories administer and deliver most of Canada's health care services. In exchange from the funds from the federal government, Provincial and territorial health insurance plans are expected to meet national principles set out under the Canada Health Act, meaning that all residents of Canada are expected to have reasonable access to medically necessary hospital and physician services on a prepaid basis without direct charges at the point of service. 
So when you hear provincial representatives talk about healthcare services or funding, you have to remember that provinces are bound by federal law under the Canada Healthcare Act to provide universal and accessible services. So don't be alarmed if provincial governments are talking about making changes to the healthcare program. They must always provide basic universal healthcare, period. Of note, provincial governments often claim that healthcare is a top priority for them and it eats up between 30 and 40% of their budgets. So it's a big issue and task that they deal with. It's not as black and white as we might like. I hope this information has been useful and given you a bit of food for thought. I believe understanding the roles and responsibilities of the different levels of government in Canada is essential for all Canadians to become informed and engaged in democracy. The federal, provincial, and municipal governments all play critical roles in the administration and governance of the country, each in their unique way. As citizens, it's our responsibility to hold our elected representatives accountable and to advocate for policies that align with our values, priorities, and future goals. As a suggestion to you, if you want to understand more about your money and where it's being spent, either in healthcare or otherwise, ask your elected officials. Call them, email them, or tag them on social media. Always be respectful, introduce yourself, and ask them questions. They are public servants, and their job is to serve the public. You! A dialogue is a two-way conversation. Let's start talking again, Canada. Thank you for listening to Dialogue Over Division, and let's work together for a brighter, more united Canada. Stay tuned for more episodes, and join me via my Twitter subscription or sign up to my mailing list on my website for additional content and resources. Thanks again. And we'll see you soon. Canada, I can't do this alone. I'd like you to be part of my community. Please find me on Twitter or find my website and subscribe to my email list. Thank you. And let's chat soon. Mm-hmm.